This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And here we are. It's a Friday edition of Spits and Suds. I'm Gavin Spittle, and joining us today is our NHL guru, EP Ringsides, Shapshots, Sean Shapiro. Heading into the weekend, how are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. I am uh, enjoying Friday. It's, uh, it's kind of back into the swing of things after All-Star break was kind of weird, right? Like in a good way, but it was kind of weird. So now we're kind of back in the, uh, the swing of things. And uh, man, I know we'll talk about it more, but uh, it's it's kind of, uh, we've reached that time of year where you can't really relax. Like you take a shower and you like, you, you like make sure like your phone's in the bathroom in case it pings because there's like news happening or something like that. It's that time of year now. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It used to be just everything happened on the one day. And Mm -hmm. now we're seeing in sports where teams are like, I can't wait. Like, I don't want to lose this player. I don't want to lose this deal. I can't negotiate any further because there are other teams in the mix. So you saw it in the NBA this year where on the actual NBA trade deadline day, there were smaller moves, but the bigger moves happened uh, prior to that. And we're seeing that yesterday where – uh, Vladimir Tarasenko goes from St. Louis to the New York Rangers. The week prior, Brock Besser gets traded from Vancouver. Uh, Bo, Bo, uh, Bo Horvat. Bo Horvat. I'm sorry. My goodness. Brock, Be- wow. Brock Besser may very Brock Besser may be traded soon. But yes, Bo Horvat is yes, the one Bo that's Horvat. been traded. So yeah, absolutely. The <laughs> captain of the Canucks. <laughs> you know what, folks? I could edit that and sound good, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> just letting you know a little insight that's a mistake on my part so Bo Horvat goes from Vancouver to the New York Islanders and has since signed a uh, eight-year deal to stay uh, on the island for now so wanted to get your thoughts on those trades and I also want to talk about the stars in the mix you've made it clear that you know, because of the Lundquist deal, the Stars do not have a first-round draft pick. And I think that's something that we need to bring up again because with all of these deals, that's a key component as draft picks now are extremely valuable in the NHL. Yeah, I mean, to touch on something that you said that I think is just – I I love that teams – I love when teams make trades earlier because I think it just makes – the fit so much better. Um, I think there's by the Islanders getting going and getting a uh, Horvat um, early. I think it's makes him fit better. And as they try to push in the Rangers getting Tarasenko, like I, I think when you get a guy earlier, you get that that extra two to three weeks to just uh, become acclimated to a team. Like I think that's so valuable. Um, there's some players who can step in right away. Um, it's one of the, re- it's one of the things that like when the stars got Zuccarello, it's why Zuccarello, even though he only played two regular season games because of the injury, um, that's why like, he, he's the type of guy who can step in right away. But there's some guys who can't do that. Like I, I love when teams go for it early and because like, why wait till the end when you get, you can get a better deal. Like I think the Rangers, I thought I was talking to someone last night. I was talking to a scout last night who brought up to me. They said, uh, that they they felt like 
it was a good piece of business by the uh, good piece of business by the Rangers to get Tarasenko. Um, they actually, if you think about it, the Rangers actually effectively used the pick, the Stars pick they got. They did. Um, to 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 land Tarasenko, and uh, they essentially flipped Nils Lundqvist. In a way, you could think they almost flipped Nils Lundqvist for Tarasenko. They did, yeah, absolutely. They, they used like, that draft collateral. Yeah. They did, yeah. And yeah. It, and it's uh, and the person who I was guy I was speaking to last night felt that you know what, St. Louis probably could have gotten a little bit more if they waited longer to the deadline to move him and everything like that. Um, but good on the Rangers to be aggressive about it and get it done now so that they could set the bar and then clear it themselves as opposed to waiting for other teams to jump in and things like that. So um, if you're buying, try to buy early. I've always been a proponent of that. If you're selling, you try to wait as long as possible so you can get people bidding and everything like that. Um, I just can't wait too long. I, I look at the deals that happened, the Horvat deal and Tarasenko deal, it now just kind of moves us to a uh, – it now puts us all systems go on the Patrick Kane trade and what's going to happen with Patrick Kane because the uh, from the reports I've heard, um, the Rangers were definitely uh, interested in – the Rangers were definitely interested in Patrick Kane. It was basically the Rangers they obviously couldn't do both. Um, they could either do Tarasenko or Kane. And – from my understanding, when they weren't getting the movement and maybe the price they wanted on Kane right away, it came to Tarasenko and everything like that. So we we are now into this spot where all systems go look at what happens with Patrick Kane. And we talk about a player who actively wants to get traded. Uh, literally right before we wrapped on this podcast, he was speaking to reporters in Chicago and we're seeing the tweets out there of, um, and, uh, and we and we're seeing the tweets out there about how he uh, is basically going and actively saying like, "Oh, I would have loved to go to the Rangers." Like it's it's, it's a very interesting open situation. It's almost NFL, not sorry. It's almost yeah. NBA like. Like we see like the NBA where we see guys much more public and and pushing on this. It's almost it was very NBA like in those comments to see. And the so we're now on the spot. Like, what's going to happen with Kane? Where's this going to happen? And I think it's good. I, I I really think it's good. Like I know some people like deadline day and they like the the drama of it and everything like that. But I personally really prefer when you have things going and people making moves early and going on throughout it, because I think it just creates more interest. It creates a long sustained interest instead of being like, Oh, we got to wait for March 3rd. Like you got to pay attention to, you got to think about hockey for, I mean, it's a little bit hectic for people in my line of work, but for the general hockey fan, like you can't, like the NBA is an ongoing drama. You can never turn off. Right. Yeah. Like you never, like when you have things like this with Patrick Kane and things like that, um, it's, it becomes a space where it's good and it keeps people checking back. Like, okay, I got to know the news on this tomorrow and the next day and the next day. It's, it's good for the sport. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
It is good. And I think one of the things is, is that the name Vladimir Tarasenko had much more sexiness a few years ago. But when you look at the, yeah. when you look at the stats this year, Sean, you know, 38 games, 29 points, that's not bad. You know, it, and now you're surrounding him with, I you know, better talent. Um, and, you know, you have the goalie in Shesterkin. So, I mean, boy, the Rangers, they're going to be, they're going to be tough in the East. And this, this bolster move was probably because of how good the Bruins are, because how good Carolina is. And, and they need, they knew they needed to, uh, you know, bolster up. And so the dominoes are starting to fall and you mentioned Kane and now, uh, another name out there, Taves, um, you know, not the same player he once was, but clearly, you know, he's on the block as well. Um, and I, I wanted to get back to the Islanders because yeah. I thought it was really cool to see that a team from the outside granted just a few points out of the wild card race, wild card race said, we're in and we're in from, for the long haul. I thought, uh, you know, it's it's interesting because the the team trading away the player, like I bet in St. Louis today, Matthew DeFranks is covering um, the team yeah. and fans are saying, like, we didn't get enough. Yeah. And Vancouver, I know for a fact on social media, they were like, we didn't get enough. But if you look at the Vancouver deal, you had an expiring contract that you gave away. You have two players, one that, I guess you could say is kind of a disappointing season, but still a really good young player. Another player that a lot of people are think are are, are is going to be a really really good player, and you got a, a first round draft pick. So I actually think the haul going back to Vancouver uh, for Bo Horvat was very good. I mean, he was he, you. It was a move that was going to happen either way, right? Yeah. Like I. Uh, and I, it will kill it. The long term will be: Did they make the right choice on the prospect they wanted and things like that? But for a guy with an expiring deal who wasn't coming back there, I don't know how much more you were going to get. So I'm, I'm not as if I'm a Canucks fan, I'm not as ticked off with the return on the Horvat trade. I'm a Canucks fan. I'm angry about a lot of things, and I, and, and this is where I, this is where I think we have to remember, like things don't always exist in vacuums. Vacuums. Um, the, uh, I think it's okay for Canucks fans to question everything with after how Bruce Boudreaux was treated going out. I, th- I think it's something where like you look at ire from Canucks fans and, and, and that, and that fandom and everything like that. When you see how things went down with Boudreaux, I think it's okay to question everything. It's okay to have some fire in, in, in fire about it because they haven't really earned the benefit of the doubt. Now, if you take, take a step back and look at it in a it's not bad. It's, it's actually not, it's not bad. I think it's, it's, it's a decent return. I think it's fair, but I also give the Canucks fans full uh, clearance to be angry and just want more out of that organization after how some other things have gone down there this year. 